In today's podcast, I'll look at the night visiting songs that have a similar internal structure that's used to carry the narrative. I'll look at their origins, were known, the printing history, and sing samples of the tunes and text, and I'll end on a full performance of one of the songs. I must be going, no longer staying. The burning Thames I have to cross. Oh, I must be guided without a stumble into the arms of my dear love. And when he came to his true love's window, he knelt down gently on a stone, and he threw the pain, he whispered slowly, My dear girl, are you alone? She lifts her head from her down soft pillow, And snowy wear her milk-white dress, Saying, who's there, who's there at my bedroom window? Disturbing me from my long night's rest. Oh, I'm your lover, don't discover. I pray your eyes, love, and let me in. For I'm weary from my long night's journey. Besides, I'm wet unto the skin. Now this young girl rose and put on her clothing, So quickly let her own true love in. Oh, they kissed, shook hands, and embraced each other, Till that long night was at an end. The tune and words for that song were recorded in 1951 from Cecilia Costello of Birmingham. There are a number of night visiting songs that have a distinct internal narrative in which a couple meet in the night by calling or knocking on the bedroom window. The lover is invited into the bedroom and they spend the night together. In the morning they are wakened either by the crowing of the cock or by the coming of the dawn light. They declare their love and depart. In some songs, the visitor is actually the ghost of the true love. Themes of night visiting, where the lover attracts their true love's attention through a window, occur in many ballads, tales and plays. This opening is recognisable throughout the ballad literature. It can be seen as a set piece before the story opens to tell its narrative. Although the ballads I intend to view can be classed as different ballads from each other, they share this common theme and action. I don't intend to dwell on whether the ballads are to be classed as revenant ballads, that's ghostly to you and me, or echoes of the European Dawn or Alba ballads, but to note the variations following the set piece. The early known versions of these ballads have acquired a collective title of The Grey Cock, mainly referring to the throwing of the cock that signals the ending of the ballad. This title was used by Professor James Child in his ballad collection, The English and Scottish Popular Ballads. He printed only one version of the ballad, the one that was printed by David Hurd in his 1776 collection, Ancient and Modern Scottish Songs, where the colour of the cock is grey. 
but the colour of the cock varies in different versions of the ballads. Professor Child pointed out that the theme of night visiting was well known in ballads collected in the rest of Europe. Some of the themes and actual verses reoccur in other types of night visiting songs, such as 17 Come Sunday, a ballad theme I previously covered in a podcast, and in Go From My Window and Awake Awake You Drowsy Sleeper, which I intend to cover in a future podcast. The earliest known versions of this ballad theme were printed in the broadside street literature, and according to William Chappell, in his popular music of olden times, in popular songsters, which were collections of songs sung in the late 18th century pleasure gardens. The version printed in Chappell's collection, with the tune, was similar to the one printed in David Hurd's collection, and by James Johnson in 1787 in the Scottish Musical Museum. This version usually has the opening line, So you my father, so you my mother. So you my father, so you my mother, so you my true love, John. He told his only dear that he soon would be here, but he to another has gone. Then Johnny up arose, and to the door he goes, and he twirled, he twirled at the pin. Alas, he took the hint, and to the door she went, and she let her true love in. Fly up, fly up, my bonny grey cock, and crow when it is day. Your breast shall be of the beaming gold, and your wings of the silver grey. The cock he proved false, and untrue he was, for he crowed an hour too soon. The lassie thought it day, so she sent her love away, and it proved but the blink of the moon. The ballad printed in both David Hurd and James Johnson provide the narrative for an Irish night-visiting ballad, True Lover John, which has a more domestic approach in that it's about a couple's delayed meeting, night of passion, and in the morning he decides he will not continue the courtship. There are several songs that follow the same theme, including I'm a Rover and Seldom Sober, and He is a Hell to All True Lovers. A version of True Lover John, under the title The Light of the Moon, was included in Volume 2 of Herbert Hughes' 1916 collection, Irish County Songs. It was on a moonlit night when the stars were shining bright, a young maid was sighing all alone. She was sighing for her father, lamenting for her mother, shedding tears for her true lover John. Young Johnny's come at last, the doors were bolted fast, and slowly he tinkled on the ring. And up this maid arose, she bundled on her clothes, and his soul for to let her true love in. O ye bird of early dawn, ye well-feathered bird, do not crow before its day, and I will make you comb. Of the weather-beaten gold, and your wings of the light silver grey. Now this birdie crew false, he crew very, very false, he crew too long hours before day. 
and she thought that it was day. She sent her love away, it was only the light of the moon. True Lover John and its variations were probably a later development of the main body of the ballad Saw You My Father. Other domestic night visiting songs of this type include the version collected by Henry Hammond in 1905 from Robert Barrett of Piddleton in Dorset under the title Oh Once I Loved a Lass and the popular and the romantic One Night As I Lay In My Bed collected by Henry Hammond in 1907 from Marina Russell of Upway in Dorset and in 1906 from George House in Beeminster in Dorset that ends with a vow of contentment. Your mum and dad are both asleep And surely they won't hear us speak The sleeping sound on their bed of down And they draw their breath so low So open the window, my love, do My love arose and she opened the door just like an angel, she stood on the floor. Her eyes shone bright like the stars at night. No diamonds e'er shone so. So in with my true love, I did go. We spent the night in sweet content. And early next morning home I went. What we did there I need not say, But every man should know. And I love her while I breath to draw. There's no clear indication of the age of this ballad theme, or of its original form. The theme appeared in early broadsides, and in British folktales. It was clearly known in the Elizabethan period, for it appears in plays of that time. Nor is it clear where in Britain the ballad had its origins, or whether the ghostly visits represent the ballad in its original form, and that the non-ghostly visits represent the changing attitudes of the 18th century, when the supernatural took a less dominant role, and the ballads and songs were changed to a more domestic view. It's likely that the ghostly versions were in existence before the Elizabethan era, but the collecting of ballads only started in the mid-1700s, and then mostly in Scotland. Some ghosts call on their love to spend a last night together. It's only when the young woman asks after the lover's health that the true nature of the lover's existence is revealed. She calls for the cock not to crow in an effort to delay his departure. Then, O oh cock, O oh cock! O oh, handsome cockerel, I pray you not grow until it's day, or your wings I'll make of the very first beaten gold, and your comb I'll make of the silver grey. Some theories try to make a case to have the cock as a supernatural entity, but cocks are earthly creatures and stand as a symbol of normality. It must be understood that in the past, before regulated timepieces were common domestic articles, the cock signalled the beginning of the day, and was quite a normal part of everyday existence. In the domestic versions of the ballad, it signalled the time to depart before the rest of the household woke up 
to question the lover's presence. In the ghostly versions, the old belief was that ghosts could not tolerate daylight and therefore vanished before the dawn's light could touch them. In 1951, a recording was made of Cecilia Costello in Birmingham singing The Grey Cock. The song follows the same storyline as the Lover's Ghost variants, but has a tune and style that has captured the imagination of a lot of singers since the recording. Mrs Costello referred to the song as The Cock, but it's more generally referred to as The Grey Cock. I sang this version at the beginning of this podcast. The Bay of Biscay, or Willio, tends to be less known than the other night-visiting songs. It was printed in the Broadside Street Press in the mid-19th century under the title of Willio. Many of the versions collected from the traditional singers tend to use the broadside text. George Butworth collected a version in 1908 from Mrs Whiting of Newport in Monmouthshire. She named it Willie the Waterboy. Versions have been collected in England, Ireland and Canada. Oh, Willie dear, where are the blushes? Those blushes I knew so long ago. Oh, Mary dear, the clay has changed them. I'm only the ghost of your Willie-o. They spent the night in deep discoursing Concerning their courtship so long ago They kiss you hands with sorrowful parting Just as the cock began to crow Oh Mary dear I must be going For now the cock has begun to crow And when she saw him disappearing Down her cheeks the tears did flow. It widens the theme to a drowned sailor returning after seven years and instead of producing a broken token informs his true love that he's been drowned in the West Indies. A ballad under the title of The Lover's Ghost was learned by Padrick Joyce in Glen Sheen in County Limerick when he was a child. This ballad was printed in 1909's Part 2 of Old Irish Folk Music and Song. This lovely ballad has the ghostly lover as a female. A similar version of the song was collected in Scotland under the title I Must Away Love, where the ghost is a man. There are a wide number of fine songs using the night visiting scenario covered by this podcast, all of them well worth researching and singing. I'll end this podcast with a version of The Lover's Ghost as collected by P.W. Joyce. You're welcome home again, said the young man to his love. I've been waiting for you many a night and day. You're tired and you're pale, said the young man to his dear. You shall never again go away. I must go away, she said, when the little cock do crow. For here they will not let me stay. Oh, but if I had my wish, oh, my dearest dear, she said, 
this night should be never, never day. Oh, pretty little cock, oh, you handsome little cock, I pray you do not crow before the day. And your wings shall be made of the very beaten gold, and your beak of the silver so grey. But oh, this little cock, this handsome little cock, it crew out a full hour too soon. It's time I should depart, my dearest dear, she said, for it's now the going down of the moon. And where is your bed? My dearest lovey said, And where are your white holland sheets? And where are the maids? Oh, my darling dearie said, That wait upon you whilst you are asleep. The clay it is my bed, my dearest dear, she said. The shroud is my white holland sheet. And the worms and creeping things are my servants dear, she said. That wait upon me whilst I am asleep.